0: Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe.
1: And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're
0: the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast.
1: Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation.
0: We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag BossSoHard.
1: We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account.
0: So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat.
1: Are you looking to draw a bigger box for yourself? Seth Godin's all MBA Workshop is an intensive leadership and management workshop designed for changemakers who have a fire in the belly. This is for people who are itching to level up and make a bigger impact. Four times a year, the workshop brings together two groups of 100 to 120 leaders curating the group to pick the right mix of people from different industries and areas of expertise. The end result? You're surrounded by other leaders who are moving to the top of their respective fields and helping support each other to become stronger cross-functional change agents. The workshop splits you up into groups every week so you're meeting a bunch of people you'd never otherwise meet. You're getting and giving feedback and seeing your blind spots in a whole new way. By working on 13 projects during the month, you're constantly pushing ahead and creating a body of work as proof. It's not about passively learning, it's about actively putting those concepts into practice until they become habit. The idea is to drink from the fire hose and rewire your brain to make new, better habits and to have the platform practice those habits. So who's been through all MBA? Over a thousand alumni. They include a mix of leaders, including product managers, naval naval commanders, lawyers, marketing directors, engineers, ophthalmologists, UX designers, filmmakers, and more. This group is half freelance, half folks at companies and startups like Slack, Tesla, Kickstarter, Charity Water, Microsoft, Nike, Trello, Kiva, Warby Parker, and more. If you're a leader and want to become even better, this is for you. There are no lectures, no videos. It's rolling your sleeves and working in groups with people who are equally into winning. It's an intensive, immersive four-week experience of drinking from the fire hose. Over a thousand plus people from 580 cities in 49 countries around the world have all done All MBA. Challenging, <laughs> yes, but our friends at Seth Godin's All MBA believe the rewards are so worth it. Ask any of their alumni. While most online courses barely approach a 7% completion rate, the All MBA has an astonishing 96% completion rate. Their alumni say they'd do it again in a heartbeat. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for you to level up. If you're looking for ways to have a bigger impact, the all MBA could help you get there. The curriculum is entirely hands-on. More than 75% of your time is dedicated to shipping your work, practical projects that allow you to apply what you learn. So if you're tired of courses that you never finish videos or you've had them bookmarked, then put those aside and check out Alt-MBA as a different way to level up. So they are now accepting applications for the upcoming session. To find out more, visit www.altmba.com backslash heart and hustle. So that's www.altmba.com backslash heart, A-N-D, hustle. For special consideration, you can mention Heart and Hustle podcast in your application and tell them that we sent you. So check out the episode and enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back.
0: What a freaking week. (laughs) This is like the worst week. Like this week is just from hell. Like this is like... This is like one of those times that I get, like, I feel like I get very real on social media because I'm like, I cannot pretend to all butterflies. It's just like one thing after the other. And what I was trying to think about the other day is like, what happened on Monday? Because I don't even remember Monday anymore. It seems like it was like another <laughs> lifetime ago. I okay,
1: like even don't even remember it. Monday um, was Labor Day. That's what it was.
0: Okay. It yeah, was. I'm like, what did I do? I don't even remember. I guess I was off, but I don't, I don't know what happened. But I mean, we recorded on Tuesday. And then we were supposed to do an intro, like, later on, and basically that evening, it's so funny, I actually had um, an HPA meeting, and, like, there were three people coming to it, all three of them canceled, like, back-to-back-to-back. Wow. (laughs) So I was like, all right, that's fine. I was like, you know, John and I haven't, like, we took the night completely off to make sure we were available for the HPA meeting to host it. And so I was like, cool, we can actually go look for furniture because we moved not that long ago and we haven't had like a second to even like look for a new couch. And so we went out to go do that. And then from the couch, we're like, well, the storm, people are kind of stressing out about it. Let's go soon by Walmart and like just grab a few things because we're in the area. I hate Walmart, but it kind of has like all those things like flashlights and whatever that you don't necessarily have like, like a Publix or maybe even a Target um so we're like okay let's go do that and no sooner were we like it driving in that direction that i got a call my mom was in the hospital um so basically we like she or she was being picked up into an ambulance right then so we were like in and out of the hospital for two days like she was released and then we had to go back and it basically was like to do with her heart so it was like super stressful super scary um so pretty much my nerves like everything's fine now like she's released from the hospital um she basically has like an electrical problem with her wiring
1: <laughs> you're like she needs yeah. an electrician and for I, her heart valves
0: I wrote to, you know obviously like you and like the rest of um like my close people and I was like yeah her wiring's a little messed up not that we didn't know that already <laughs> um so yeah so it's just basically um right now she's on a medication that stops her heart because basically your heart rate isn't supposed to go over 100 uh like beats per minute hers was at 215 um, and they were like, "How did you not pass out? Like, I don't, I don't understand how you're like walking. Like, I don't, I don't get it." Um, so she didn't pass out either time, but they did have to stop her heart and restart it, which is terrifying. And they used a the medicine to do it um, instead of, like, so they didn't end up having to like yell clear and use the defibrillator and all that. But like, still absolutely terrifying. So now she's on a medication that will stop that from happening. Thank goodness. And then they might do like a procedure probably maybe next month. Um, that's not, like, open-heart surgery or anything. It's, like, they go through your leg. Right. And, like, through there. And then they burn, like, off a very specific place. And that, like, pretty much fixes all the wiring. So, that's all, like, you know, taken care of for the most part. Um, but then, of course, like, my nerves were just on edge because I slept, I think, three hours one night and four hours the other night. Not, like, a solid sleep. And we all know that I like my sleep. Um, so... Basically, it was that, and then you turn right around and it's like everyone's freaking out about this hurricane. And the issue is that, like, I told my clients, like, when my mom was in the hospital, I wrote to them and I was like, My mom's in the hospital, hurricane prep is happening, I'm not gonna be back into the office until Tuesday. Just to buy myself time so that was like one because I didn't know what we were dealing with. Like at the right. testing and getting tests back so I was like, This way I know they know what's going on, and everything's um but yeah so like now like i had all this time in the hospital just like waiting around for test results and stuff and she might fall asleep so i'd just be on my phone looking at fe- like facebook which is rare for me but like i just all the storm stuff was happening and all the people were talking about it and i just kept reading it and reading it and all of the moms scared me to no end like like all the young moms are like you gotta get all these things and it's all horrible and so now I'm like, oh, like my anxiety just has never dropped back down. It's still been high, like super high, like since yeah. Tuesday. This is like a, 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 like a plate, like a state of anxiety that I'm not normally in for an elevated time period. But I'm like, I think I'm just in this state until the storm's over. I've mm. just accepted it.
1: Yeah, I think um, one of the things that um, they just had a psychologist actually on the news that was talking about like how to manage anxiety during the storm. Um, and one of the things, that actually, David and I, beforehand, because we knew Chris was dealing with things, we were like, okay, we're just going to record a really quick episode. And because he, he lived in South Florida and dealt with hurricanes and is Red Cross certified and all this stuff, we went over, like, some small, like, hurricane tips. One of the things we talked about is anxiety because everybody's taking the news and then they're putting on mm-hmm. social media and freaking everybody out. And so it's just nonstop, like all the time. It's on your phone. It's on when you turn around the store. Like, it's on the billboards on the road. Like, literally, they have, like, Hurricane Irma tracking on the billboards. I went and spoke at a meetup um, last night, which, like, why would people come to the meetup when there's are stormed? But I went anyway, and I was, like, grateful for the seven people who came out. They're like, oh, we just want to go outside because we're about to be indoors for three days. So uh, it's just, it's really, um, for people who have really high anxiety, I don't think this is the best way to cover this storm, And I think people don't understand, especially people who don't live here or who aren't used to storms, it sounds really scary because Harvey just happened. And it can't be very scary. I'm not minimizing the, fa- the effects of a Category 3 possibly coming through Central Florida. That's a scary thing, but I think people are just taking all the stuff that happened in Harvey and Bangladesh and, you know, all these other yeah. places, and then they're like, this is what Disney World is going to look like. And it doesn't help that Disney yes. is actually closed, which never, ever happens. <laughs> so Disney's closed for three days, actually. Starbucks are closed. Like, everything's closed. But people are just really, like, putting a lot of stress on people, and I just really want everybody just deep breath. So she was I just, was just saying, turn everything off.
0: Like, yeah, like, the coast is like, yes. Yeah like if you live on the coast that yeah like it's you know it could it could potentially be very 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 bad because it's category five and like coastal cities like can be flooded and stuff but this far inland I'm surprised to see so many people like freaking out but like on my Facebook timeline it's nuts so I had to just be like all right I'm gonna just hang out on Instagram because you know, Facebook, I, I have a lot of people from everywhere, but the, the storm stuff is moving to the top of all my feed because everyone's commenting right. on this stuff. Whereas Instagram, like, I don't feel like I have as many Florida people. Right. Uh, and the ones I do, like, they're not expressing freak out stuff there. So right. it's like, yeah. But it's I. It's funny because uh, I went to go buy, like, normal things at the store, and I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not gonna buy normal things because it's like, it's just, and then I had to get my mom medicine today and luckily, they will just go to the pharmacy and, you know, go straight in there, file it, come back, pick it up, no line. But the actual lines and Publix, I'm like, there are like 30 people in one line. Like, I've never seen that Publix that busy before. I'm like, this is just, yeah. And people buying stuff that I'm like... I mean, but
1: I don't know why you need that. <laughs> Look, don't judge people for their cookie butter during this I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, it's just kind I of understand. it's uh, it's kind yeah. of a mess, um, but I just want people if you are listening and you're impacted or you're in an area that's coastal or I mean I think the biggest thing is that the storm is bigger than the state. So the yeah, eye wall death, is going to come death through. And that's what everybody's stressed out about, is that the eye wall and having the eye directly hover over Orlando is very dangerous, which it is. It totally is. Um, but I think people just need to focus on their self-care. And if you're here and you didn't evacuate, worry about yourself. Fine. Be your fine. I think it's,
0: like, it's exercise caution and, you know, just you know, use, like, common sense when it comes to a lot of things. Like, I, like a lot of times, like, you know, you will hear reported incidents that are really bad. A lot of times, those are people that left the house. I know that it's, like, you think, like, oh, well, I would never do that, but sometimes people do, so yeah. just make sure. Like, I saw a lady leave the house because she ran out of... This is when I lived in an apartment. This is back in, like, 2004. Right. Um. And, like, when all those storms were coming through, and, like, I had my first apartment on my own. I was, like, 17, and this lady, like, her kid she had like two kids they were in the apartment and i guess they ran out of either candles or batteries or something so she ran across the way to like someone else's room or uh, someone else's apartment and then she got it but then she was too afraid to like run back to her kids so she was like freaking out she separated from them but the storm just in like two minutes it took her to run over and just grab stuff the storm picked up and got worse and so just things like that it's like you don't you don't need whatever that thing is like You know, you still have, like, a little bit of time to prepare, so get whatever you need. But at the end of the day, like, if it is really crazy out there, just get yourself in a safe space and just stay there. Like, you know, and I I heard, I don't know, I've heard a million projections, but I think, like, they said, we'll have, like, eight hours of bad weather. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It changes a lot. And Mike's weather page, let me just say, and, I mean, we're just at the beginning of storm season, obviously, so Mike's weather page is a really, really great resource i had to start following him because i can't take the news on the regular news where they're like here's a picture of irma and here's a picture of right. andrew. and i'm like can you not do that because like i have some of my friends who are like older than me went through andrew remember it and are like you know have ps like uh, ptsd from that you know what i mean so like you're just freaking them out um and it's just very like sensationalized i think it's important to tell people here's how you prepare and here's what you do but it's gotten like out of control and now it doesn't feel like it's trying to help us it feels like it's trying to scare us
1: yeah it's a Um, little dramatic um
0: exactly and so mike's mike's weather page it's just very like straightforward gives you the facts lets you know for your specific area like oh expect these sort of wins this is what you can expect here's how to stay safe it's just the facts it's not anything sensationalized so i think that it's on facebook it's just a facebook page i don't know who this guy is and why he's so great but i'm like check it out because it's keeping me sane in all of this we will. That, and knowing that i'm about to eat some oreos because they're vegan unless they're
1: vegan so yeah
0: i'm like so i'm gonna eat some oreos throughout this thing and watch harry potter and play board games so and i love being walking distance to you and melissa because i'm like if power goes out do expect to knock on your door so I'm like hey do you have power because i'm about to charge my phone here
1: <laughs> we're all like, snacks. <laughs> hey, there's so many places that I'm like, I'm just gonna go if this happens. I'm just, I'm so... Angelica's very,
0: okay. <laughs> and if you're not there, I'm just gonna leave a post-it note on your door, like, hey, I, I came through... <laughs> Let me know if you need me, and that'll be it. I, I'm I like if I'm not my at my house,
1: I'm probably at Melissa's house or on the street because you know. <laughs> so yeah. we are talking about something interesting today, a little bit different than just hurricane prep, in case you guys were worried about it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So we kind of want to get into. I saw this like quote the other day. Um, that really resonated with me. I do not know who said it, and I have looked all over, and I cannot find the actual true source. So if you know, please let me know. But uh, the quote is, direction is more important than speed. And I think that really resonated with me because when I was younger, I was just like, I need to get all the things done. I need to check everything off my list. I need to get where I'm going. I need to be, like, the best in my career and have everybody know how great I am. And I thought I needed to do all these specific things to like achieve success. And I, you know, I think sometimes when you're doing that, you can kind of lose direction. I know I did. Like I found myself shooting weddings every weekend and then being like, oh my God, I don't like this. <laughs> you know. And I think that a lot of people find themselves like, oh, well, I just worked so hard so quickly to get here. And often at like a younger age, if you're an entrepreneur and then you're like, but is this exactly what I wanted? Maybe it's close for me. It was, it was close to the career I wanted but just not exactly what I wanted. So I think it's important to try to make sure that you're not losing direction on the way and to constantly be exploring um, and, and evaluating what direction you should be going in. Because I think it's you know it's easy if you're not thinking about it, you're just kind of running through the motions, which I think some people do when business is very busy. It's easy to forget like why you're actually doing what you're doing and also your why is if people talk about your why a lot, your why is not gonna be the same from day one right as it is to year five, year ten, year fifteen. It's not always gonna be the exact same thing it was when you just started. Because just as you your business evolves, so do you. You know what I mean? Right. I was just um, saying your well, life
1: evolves. Things.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think one of like the first steps to kind of like making sure that you're constantly evaluating your direction, finding that direction is talking to people in other careers outside your own Uh, because i think that there's this big thing where it's like well i'm an entrepreneur so i'm going to talk to other entrepreneurs which is great and a lot of times it's like i'm going to speak to people that know specifically and exactly what i'm going through which is very awesome But if you are a photographer and all your friends are photographers and you only talk to other wedding photographers, you're not really getting the perspective of other people and what they do and why they're passionate about what they do. Even people that are outside of entrepreneurship because you never know, Like you might hear somebody talking about their job and that could be something that you could bring an aspect of that into your business. Uh, So I think it's important to just talk to people and be friends with people that do something a little bit different than what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, I um, definitely agree. There actually was just an article that I saw posted, I want to say, in Savvy Business Owners uh, Facebook page group um, where they were talking about um, this girl saying entrepreneurship wasn't for her, gave her anxiety, she quit, it was the best decision she ever made, and how kind of like the hustle and bustle of it all kind of stressed her out. And I think that's something that people, some of the replies were very interesting is people were like, oh, you have to deal with stuff in life, but not sometimes you just get in a place in your life where it's not for you anymore and that's yeah. fine like that's okay to go get a job like it's totally okay you're not a terrible human and I think sometimes we're kind of getting in that hustle mode and it's like entrepreneurship or bust but that's not the only option like you can have a regular job and still be cool and awesome and taking care of yourself and doing the best you can do for yourself and I think that's what's most important in terms of figuring out what where your direction is because um, your direction is always moving like Hurricane Irma, you always go in different places. So never
0: know what. yeah, you never know what's coming, what track yeah. is gonna be the best. You have to keep your life is
1: gonna change. You may have kids, you may um, move, you know, entrepreneurship.
0: You know, and it's funny, you mentioned the kid thing.
1: I think that's And we broke up.
0: Like, what do I want my life to look like five years from now? Do I want to be having to work every Saturday? Now I do work weekends, but it's more of a flexible schedule. Sometimes I work weekends, sometimes I don't. I'm not actively in a place on Saturday shooting for 12 hours. You know what I'm saying? Um, So that's a big difference like I might be behind my computer or I might be doing one one one-hour shoot on a Saturday But I'm not like every single Saturday missing birthdays missing anniversaries I've missed so many things for years and again for some people They're so passionate about wedding photography specifically and so it's nothing to them to miss that they're like that I mean not nothing, but it's like they're willing to right and then they'll, they'll change around the rest of their life to make sure it works But I wasn't willing to change around the rest of my life I was like no I do there are some things I like about it I don't want to say like a traditional nine-to-five but like my husband works a nine-to-five so I like being able to have similar hours as he does and I like being able to work a little bit on the weekends when I feel like it but at least he's next to me you know what I mean he's near me, so it's not like I'm never going to see him except for like Sundays right um so yeah I think I think that's super important um, and I know for me, like obviously speaking to you, speaking to Melissa, speaking to other people that um, are in careers that had somewhat to do with either branding or social media, like I, I also knew that I didn't want anything to do with coding because of that, like, I was like no I see what you guys do like I don't
1: you're like I'm fine that's actually (laughs) no
0: you know what I mean but it's like it it shows you what you don't want as well so I was like I don't I don't want to be a web developer like that's not something that I want to do I think it's amazing um I understand what goes into it and because I understand what goes into it it's why I'm not like let me just go do that and that's why I think it's a important to talk to other people so you're not going into something kind of blind thinking like oh this is probably like a walk in the park because it's often not yeah nine Um, times out of ten another way is like playing to like find out what you're good at because you know what you're good at is definitely a part of the equation you know it's like yes you want to find out like what you like and everything else but it's like what are you good at there's oftentimes there's things we're naturally good at that we had no idea we were good at like i'm very good at public speaking i don't like it (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I have high anxiety, so it's not something that I assumed I would be good at, every time that I do it, it goes very, very, very well, and people are like, oh, it was so wonderful, thank you, blah, 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 and it's, it's a great feeling when I'm talking to those people afterwards one at a time, but the feeling that I have before I get on stage is, like, so horrible but I'm not willing to go through it often. Um, because it's just a lot for me, to be honest. Like, it's just, it's a lot for me to do public speaking. But it's like, knowing that I'm good at it is something that leads me to other things. Like, oh, well, maybe I can do a podcast. Maybe I can do right. videos. Things like that where I'm still getting to do that speaking, but I'm, it's not the same, that sort of way. So finding out what you're good at and things that you might not know you're good at are important.
1: True story. And then there's so and many there are things that, that you're good at um, eh.
0: at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, I think speaking was one thing that I, because in high school I took public speaking and I was 150% like, I will never do this. That I was like, this is dumb. Who would want to do this? Who wants to get in front of people voluntarily and use their voice? Like, who wants to do that? Which is the reason why I never got involved with like drama and was in plays or anything. So I was in some small things in like middle school, but never that, which is funny because I had no problem playing sports.
0: Okay, that's. I guess that's a, not you also point out how weird I am because I loved drama, loved plays, right. choir. Right. So I'm like, I'll use my voice, but just
1: not if I have to speak and I'm up there by myself. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think it's so funny. But yeah, now that I am, I've been speaking and been doing it for so long, and you know, starting and speaking at Fearless Con in October, and it's just all this different stuff that. Has led me down on this path. It's something I didn't think that I would. Not that I didn't think I was good. I just thought like I would never want to do it. So I didn't even really try in high school. Like I would, we would, you know, you would do the exercises, but it was just kind of like I just need to get a good grade so I can move on, so I can go to college, so I can do you know other things. Some of the things that I um, are a little easier for me just because I've practiced a lot more. Like editing pictures isn't difficult for me just because I have a mastery of Photoshop. So, yeah. that's something that I like to play around with in my free time or whatever. And that's just from years of literally doing photo manipulations and being in Photoshop and cutting out PSDs and doing all that stuff for like, t- you know, 10 plus years now. Um, I don't, I mean, like writing, I, I wrote a lot as a kid, so I don't know if I'm good at it, you know, what to say. But if I wrote a book and people read it, I'd be like, oh, good for you. I'm, I'm not that <laughs> terrible. Like, congratulations. Um, I really do think public speaking is probably that one thing that I didn't think that I would be really good at. But I do like to play around, do different things, like the lettering stuff that, you know, when I started lettering, I go back and I like to go back and look at some of the stuff that I did in, like, 2012, and it's so not good (laughs) it's so bad um but just that and that's something to do with practice and just being able to be like i don't ever think i'm going to be like just a heesh level of talent like i know that i know i'm never going to be that good because that's not the way my hands work but i know that just through practice i've gotten way better than i was five years ago and that's just from so i do think if you like something you should definitely play around with it and keep doing it like keep practicing that thing that you're doing because you never know if that may lead to your next career there's definitely people now more so asking me to add more lettering into some jobs and stuff and logos and stuff which is like well i'm getting paid for it i'm not great at it but i'm okay enough where people are like okay i would like this on my like you know logo mark or whatever yeah, so your
0: lettering is really good it's like if I want better lettering in Target, I wouldn't be like, oh, but that looks kind of place.
1: I'd be like, no, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll get that. Like, I want to be like, I mean, like I, my personal goal is like, I want to be like this level of like these people who can like make these creative murals and stuff or create like typefaces that look amazing and people use them. But obviously maybe in 30 years, so I'll be like, oh, look, my hands have finally made it. And then I, I will quit <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I definitely do think in terms of being able to play around in, Your life, you should definitely keep up doing that thing that you like doing, even if it's not the thing that you're making money off of. Because I know I say, Yeah, money. I feel about money. <laughs> I feel about it and it's really important and it should be your priority. But there are de- definitely things like I still, you know, do yoga. I'm not making any money doing yoga. I'm still like starting powerlifting. Like lifting, that's something that I didn't think I'd be good at. I didn't think I would be good at lifting weights just because I have always worked out with body weight and oh, it was kind of put I into my head. head People were like, oh, I'm you know, because I like, like I, you, I went with you and John, be like, teach me how to lift things up and down because I don't know how this works. And now I'm deadlifting 225. So it's like, those are the things that are just, like, I didn't think I was. I was watching you and John. I literally was like, you guys need to teach me how to do this because I feel like I will break my face if I pick up these No, yeah, like,
0: anyone who can do a lot of things with body weight and, like, the thing is, is, like, you're not doing just, like, right. Like, you're not, like, out here planking. Like, you're, like, turning yourself upside down and doing some crazy-ish. So, it's like, oh, yeah, she can look white. should be fine. Um,
1: I didn't think and, so. And, and, you
0: know, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wouldn't have guess that i'd be good at it either and i, I can tell you that'll never be a part of my career um but i like it <laughs>
1: <laughs> like maybe i'm like, like in my back of my mind i'm like maybe i'll just go become like a professional powerlifter, or like um, if so i'm really trying
0: I, I got to know people that are in that field and while um you know i don't see myself being in that field particularly there's some things that overlap that i feel like i learned from them and they learned from me so now i actually have friends that are professional yeah people. And that's what they do. And it also teaches you kind of,
1: endurance, I feel like, which is really yeah. good for, for entrepreneurship in terms of a career, is that you need to understand oh, yeah. how endurance works because if not, like, you won't get through the bad times. You will not get through it. You need to understand and keep your head down and keep pushing through the, the lows and the valleys. Say, and I
0: think that it helps you find direction just in being able to, like, clear your head and, like, focus and, and that yep. sort of thing. So, um, yeah, anything that, like, excites you like and doesn't drain you i think it's important so like you just did the lettering project you know you don't feel i'm sure like tired like every like after you like finish you know doing one like lettering thing you're not like oh my gosh i am drained for me i've been like writing my novel when I finish, like, you know, like a chapter half have, have a chapter, like, I feel great. Like, I don't feel like, oh, my gosh, this was so horrible. So it's, like, I think it's important, if, especially if you're noticing certain things start to drain you about your job or about, like, your, you know, your business, um, what are those things? Kind of keeping note, maybe, like, writing in a journal, like, I felt drained, you know, about this. Maybe it's just, like, a day thing, but maybe it's something that's, you know, going to happen over time. And maybe you can trade out, like, a service or something like that. That you don't like for something that is really giving you like a positive energy and something you're enjoying i that's kind of how i have with people is like certain people drain you and then other people like i can hang out with and i it's fine like if we're hanging out like with the six of us with our little group like i can be around that group for hours and i'm like this is fine i don't feel drained there's other people that i could be around one person for 30 minutes and afterwards i'm like oh man i am exhausted you know (laughs) so it's like i think of that in terms of like creative stuff and different stuff that you're doing for your business when you're trying to figure out your direction if certain things are like wow i don't like doing this at all or certain things make you feel like drained or certain things make you feel happy and full of energy it's like you need to pay attention to that in the same way that you would with like relationships
1: definitely agree 100 and 50 percent i don't there's so much about business and stuff that, like, especially recently now that we're growing at such a rapid pace and that has a lot to do with, like, sometimes while the show is late because... <laughs> I don't have time. Um, But those are some things that I'm like, you know, the show still excites me. This isn't something that bores me or makes me tired or exhausts me or to the fact that I'm like, okay, I don't want to do it. I want to do it. It's some of the other things in our business that I'm like, kind of like sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm dragging my feet on this one thing and we'll talk about it and we're slowly phasing out some of those things just because it's like it's not like, It's not making sense. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make me happy. Why are we still doing it? It's not making us a ton of money. And then another thing we do is we go back in financials and look at the services and the stuff that makes money and the things that don't. And generally, the things that don't make us happy are things that don't make any money. And we're like, why are we still...
0: Somehow that works out, isn't it? <laughs> why are we
1: still offering this service? Or why are we still saying we can do this thing? So either we completely phase it out 150%, or we hire somebody else to do that, and we that's our main subcontractor, and we still, How you know...
0: How often do you, like, about
1: Once a quarter we do a kind of like a sit down and review financials in general every month but like in terms of like services and stuff we'll look at it and say okay this stuff this thing doesn't really it's not interesting but like for instance we knew we were never going to do copywriting I'm not a writer in that sense I cannot make things up for people's businesses I can barely make up stuff for my business if you read my about page like I can't do that so that's not something that we ever want to do so in the beginning when we were starting out and doing websites a lot of people asked us for copywriting and we knew straight off the bat. That was, like, something that we were not going to do. And, you know, as time has gone, we, we sometimes go back and think, oh, do we want to add a copywriter to your team, blah, blah, blah. But it just it doesn't make financial sense. And also a lot of people are going away from hiring, which is not a good practice. I definitely think people should hire copywriters, but it's a really hard sell to be like, okay.
0: It is. Like, I include it in my package just, like, like for most – I mean, people can take it out. But it's, like, I kind of push it for, like, everyone. right? Like, whether Whether we're doing a site together – Uh, whether like we're doing social media like I I prefer to do it because I do love to write and like that comes easy to me whereas like obviously for me like if I'm if we're developing a site like I'm outsourcing that or I'm working with somebody else for that Uh, but yeah like it is I think it is a hard sell like if you just are Mm -hmm. doing copywriting which I think the people that do it I think are definitely worth the money and they're absolutely amazing but it is something hard to sell people on their own because I don't know, like more and more businesses sound un- unprofessional, maybe that's the reason. Truth. And You know what I'm saying though? Like you go to some of these sites and they don't sound professional, so people are like, oh, you know what I'm... But I think that those brands that really do make a lot of money, those especially those bloggers that you see that are making six figures and all that, I guarantee you they are either A, a writer masquerading as a blogger, or B, <laughs> they have a copywriter. There's no in between. Like the copy on their sites are very good. They lead you in, they make you wanna buy these courses. People don't buy $350 courses just for fun, so it's like keep that in mind. If that's the, the route you're trying to go, and you're wondering why i not there, probably because you don't have a good passion. Right. That's probably why. Um, but yeah, so I, I do. I think it's important to reevaluate. Like, what do you like? Like, what do you, you not like? Not everything is set and stone in your business. You're the one that decides what you do. You're the one that decides the daily tasks that you take on. Like, you don't have a boss. So if you had a boss and you had a very very specific title, you would say, Yeah, I'm locked into these duties. I'm locked into these things that I have to do that's not the case for us. And I think that people also sometimes don't think about like, again, if you're at a traditional position, um, you would, they would be like, we're adding this or we're adding that. Like it would also change. It wouldn't just be the same thing. It would just be things that they decided and not you. But for you, it's like, you're deciding it and you just have to keep evaluating, seeing like, what is the best fit and what makes sense? What makes sense for my clients? What makes sense for me? What makes sense financially, energy wise, all those different things. Um, I think that if you are, if you're in a stable place with your career, um, whether it be your own business or not or like maybe you're just coming out of college or whatever I think interning is a great option because um, it allows you to kind of dip your feet into something and see if you want to do it I interned when I was about 18 and I thought that I wanted to be a business owner but be a psychologist that was what I thought is I want my own firm and I want to be the owner of it and maybe work with a few other psychologists that would work underneath me but that's what I want so I went and I worked for this guy and that's what he did And so I interned for him for a a semester, and it only took me that semester to realize I don't want to do this at all. Um, And it's funny because I did like the side, like the business side. Like, I was like, this is fine. Like, a lot of what I did as an intern was filing paperwork and and doing those sort of things. And I was like, this is fine, invoices, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get it. But I saw him and his side of the job, which was having a lot of people come in, him giving them the same advice year after year after year and then not listening to him and him having to continue watching them like screw up their lives And I was like you know what? i don't think that being like a psychologist or a therapist is for me um i and i, I realized i love the business side of it so it was still a great internship because i i learned like okay i am right about owning my own business i'm just not sure which kind it's going to be yet so i think that you know interning is a really great way to like dip your feet in and like try it out before you purchase
1: true story yeah i definitely agree i didn't really do any internships but i worked very young so i feel like it was like i didn't get paid enough to be a job look (laughs) technically (laughs) i guess i was paid um but yeah i definitely worked in a uh you know drug rehab facility it was a 30-day program um, with my mom and really understanding some of the business side of helping her get first her me- medical billing and coding company up when I was early in high school freshman sophomore year and then going into that rehab facility was like kind of my first out of high school job situation where I was intake coordinator so I definitely learned a lot about the ins and outs of business and some of the you know stuff and that's why I like healthcare reform and all this stuff so important to me because I know so much about insurance and medicare and medicaid and how it actually works and what people think and they're like oh I don't want People to be taking my benefits and da 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 da. Like, for instance, people are like, oh, dreamers are taking our benefits. And I'm like, dreamers don't get those benefits. What are you saying? Like, they're not eligible. Like, what are you? Uh, so much false information. So, um learning a lot about that stuff made me realize I definitely did not want to own my own practice just from the sake of knowing how medical billing works and how much a PITA it is. To get money from insurance companies and from people and nine times out of ten you're just hounding people and calling people who don't have the money because they are unfortunately and you know most of the time underprivileged and don't have that kind of disposable income and then the insurance companies pay you when they feel like it so it just it seems like not a good idea i I did think about being in the medical field i really did want to go to emory and all that stuff but i um obviously didn't work out didn't go didn't do it and so i i just learned
0: because now we're here (laughs)
1: <laughs> I would you have my podcast about being a neurologist and eating like going in brains let's talk about brains no um but seriously i i think my internship really for design was in high school just sit down and being like i'm gonna you know open up this paint shop pro program and figure out how to make my own zanga headers because my zanga needs to be pretty <laughs> and now my myspace needs to be pretty and i need to code my own MySpace layout so I can have fancy cursors and blinking text and da 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 da, da and all this stuff and so that's really that internship so to speak for myself and doing like live journal icons and Photoshop actions and PSD all this stuff really did build up me to the career that I have. So I do think that I had an internship in a way for myself, but it was really I guess for the internet. It wasn't just for me. It was for my internet people, all my friends that I made that let me make stuff out of them or like all the graduation in invites I did for colleges and all this Mm -hmm. stuff like all those people who let me do all this stuff to play around it really was kind of my internship into getting and being able to do this and a friend actually commented on my Instagram that I've known for forever and she was kind of like it's so crazy to see how far you've grown just doing this one thing that was kind of like the thing she's like oh i'm so proud of you i'm like i didn't go to, to college you have a master's degree i'm proud of you i'm just you know screwing around on the internet like as a job but it's just uh, <laughs> i think people are so interested to see that like it, and i've seen those memes that are like oh remember how we were making our own myspace layouts we could have been coding wizards and i'm like girl that's my job that's what i do <laughs> I love, oh my gosh i spent so much time on just
0: my myspace oh my goodness. it was ridiculous and that's was... the thing is like i like that sort of stuff I don't like what y'all do. It's going David do. That's intense. MySpace. If ever get a chance, like, to go... If you're not following David on Instagram, you should. And then sometimes he'll share some of the code he's working on. And I'm like, no, thank you. I'm
1: good. <laughs> Walk crazy. away. Close the tab. Swipe next. to <laughs> so What other thing are you talking about? Ridiculous. Yes. I definitely do agree that if you can find an internship, there's some things I definitely want to... Like, I definitely do at some point want to be able to get more into painting or fine arts or I'm trying to figure out it's charcoal whatever so I would love to do oh, kind of like a
0: I love, yeah, like an I art really program love or
1: something Ugh, would love it I
0: don't, I don't feel like I'm very great at it but my grandmother was like an oil painter and she was like fantastic and you know one of my brothers Alex is like a very very talented visual artist so I think that part of why I think I'm not good is that <laughs> but my cousin Jillian who I, lives in Baltimore and I visited in January and she painted a mural in her own house. I have to, I'll share a photo of it on my Instagram so you guys can see it, it's fantastic, so beautiful. And so I told her like, how much I like painting, I love to go to like like little classes and stuff, but like, you know, I don't take it too seriously because I'm not very good. And she's like, well, who says you're not good? And I'm like, I don't. I don't know, like just my eyes. And she's like, no she's like everyone can be good it's just like your like your painting is not supposed to look like mine it's not supposed to look like the next one right so forth so i kind of like that about art is that it is kind of that way but i am very like sometimes judgment like too judgmental on myself but i really there's something about painting that is so relaxing it's just such a relaxing thing i wish we had more classes here in orlando
1: And I'm like, I would have to, like, literally go somewhere else and do an an art residency somewhere else for, like, a couple of years, like, a summer or something, Um, just to get the experience that I would like.
0: It makes me think of my next point, which is finding a mentor. So if you are like, hmm, I don't know about my direction, and this is something that, like, you can do no matter where you are in business, and even if you are a met like you are mentoring someone else like i mentor three girls right now but i still would very much like to have a mentor yeah
1: you Um, definitely should have a mentor-esque person in your life
0: Uh, like i've had one in the past i don't really have one anymore um but i want one so if you are an amazing person guru smart all the things be my mentor. Oh my
1: goodness, you're gonna get a whole bunch of like. That
0: would be so awesome. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that like, especially when you're looking at different careers, like so, or not even different careers, but just like different talents. So like we're both talking about like how we enjoy painting and stuff. It's like finding somebody who is a painter and just kind of having them mentor you in that is fantastic and then you can turn around. I, I should actually ask my friend Nikki because she's a fantastic painter. She's a great visual artist and I've helped her a lot for free in social media. Um, back when I needed to test out something before I was working with like clients on it and I you know obviously I knew stuff that I was doing for my own accounts but I was like I need to test some things on some other accounts so um, her and her husband like I I did a lot of work with them first for free so I'm like now I might be like hey teach me some painting stuff (laughs) but yeah I think having a mentor is a great way to kind of explore different career fields explore different passions talents again things you get paid for maybe things you won't get paid for but that'll just help you creatively because I do think that you know I think that I'm better behind the camera and I'm better behind um, my computer when I'm designing because I do stuff like write and paint and, and those other things I think that taking the time to do those makes me better in other areas so oh whether it's like for finding a direction for you know creatively or finding your direction for business purposes either way i think that it's just kind of important to explore and if you can do that with a mentor it kind of gives you more of a guided path um as opposed to just kind of going in there and not knowing what you're doing or like i, I do think that courses and stuff are great and i think in in some ways courses are kind of like a mentor But I think that there's something to be said about having, like, an actual person who you can talk to and ask questions and that
1: sort of thing. Yeah, and I definitely implore the idea of finding a mentor you can physically sit down with. We are in a digital space and a digital age, but I think there's just something magical about having somebody who's that one-on-one face-to-face. And also, if you're looking for a mentor, uh, just – because this is something that people ask me all the time. I am – not in a space right now to take on a mentor like I just I'm not I mentor people in different ways and like being kind of like off the side and some. but like having a, a one-on-one weekly meeting and check in with somebody or monthly or, or type of thing I don't do that just because I don't have the time but I'm more so like a I feel like I'm like a life guru so I'll like just randomly when I can check in with people like what's going on Let's talk about this one thing. Get in, check in, check out. And I think sometimes people are disappointed because we do get a lot. We get a lot of emails, actually, from people who are like, can we work with you? Can we intern? Can we mentor? And we're kind of like, oh, we would love to, but we literally have absolutely no time. So please don't don't be disappointed. Don't feel be disappointed if you, you reach out to somebody who you absolutely love and you you feel like they're amazing and they're like the person you want because there are people who i who absolutely love and i would love to work with or be you know have them mentor me but i know i'm like i know first of all you can ask so the first thing you do is ask and if they say no it's just it's not you at all it's, it's usually them not. it's it usually them um and it's not because they don't like you or they don't love you it's just they don't have the capacity okay. or the time or you know whatever they need
0: it's so, like for me the three girls i mentor i've been more mentoring for like oh God, how many years now i don't know like seven eight some of them 10 so it's it's an ongoing thing no. that's been happening since i was like 18 and they were children so it's not and it's you know because like two of them are in college now one of them is in high school so it's like there's times where we meet up all the time like weekly and there's other times where i'm just being able to check in with them through a series of like text messages so it depends but it's kind of different because we have that already established right. but i do have people that will write to me and i i same like you as you i feel bad because they're like oh like I, I'll intern for free or like which I'm like no you can't do that I have to pay you um, or like I'm just looking for a mentor I just want to like pick your brain and like you know let's just go out to coffee and I'm like I want to answer yes to all those things but I'm only one person I wish I could clone myself but they haven't invented the technology for that yet.
1: So. They're still trying to fight hurricanes. It's, it's fine. Yeah, I definitely... Yeah, didn't...
0: They, they can't even tell us where this hurricane's going to be. Look, gonna we don't have that kind of technology, technology yet. If I could, though, though, I would just have one clone that just, like, hangs out with people all day and, like, helps people and, like has coffee chats with people and like, yeah. like hey tell me your problems and let's talk about it it's so like
1: david's doing more of that for people who are he's always like these young people and i'm like they're in their 20s or in their 19 or whatever i'm like whatever he has more time a little bit more time to do that i'm more so because right now and especially because we're so busy i'm focusing a lot of my time socially on when i'm not working in just terms of having one-on-one meetings with people and going and hang out and having like that one-on-one social time just because that's the way I've always been socially and so that's important like I have my monthly like going to lunch with these girls or going to coffee with this person every week or going to hang out and we just like randomly do things at night with my other friends like it, that's more important to me right now that's more my priority it, are, if I get a little bit more bandwidth and have some more people to take on some of the work that I have, then I can start to implore some of those daytime hours into, like, mm-hmm. I can check in on this person and figure out what they need in terms to help their business or be a designer or be a speaker or whatever they want to be. like. But right now, I'm generally, like, a flyby into, like, Facebook groups in and out real quick, like, in your DMs kind of like, I believe in you. You got this. Bye, fam. <laughs> but
0: I, I love, like, okay so you mentioned like with David being like oh they're 22 so young and I'm like I love that we are like the like as an entire group we are like the oldest young people
1: ever
0: <laughs> like we're all just like we see like someone who's like 21 and we're, you're like oh what a you baby my you know, like, stupid you youth like, it's like I don't, I don't know what's up with us <laughs> yeah he was
1: like these kids That are, like, he's talking to these different people and one of them actually helped him the other night on a shoot and all this stuff and I'm like what are you talking about blah 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 and he's like yeah these children and i'm like who are Because when I think children, I'm like, do you have consent for your parents to be taking them to the coffee? And he's like, no, you're 19. I was like, it's an adult friend. That is an adult. He has yeah. a car, a job. That is an adult. That is not a child. Stop it. But when you have children, it's funny how everybody certainly reverts back to being a child real quick. Even if you don't. But a lot of times, especially now that we have a kid, I feel like now we're like, oh, you're 17. You fetus. Get away from me. Blah, 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 blah. It's like <laughs> with age and just having a kid. Because, you know, you're never going to like... Think of your kid as an adult. You, I I will, yeah. but uh, I know like I know David won't. David's never gonna look at that girl and be like, oh yeah, you're 23, you're an adult. He's gonna be like, you're five, you just put on your you're tutu, five. you're you're going to dance class for the first time forever. So, totally crazy. Um, but I think one of the things that we definitely want to tell people to do in terms of finding your direction is take your time. Yeah, I mean like going back
0: to the quote, it's like direction is more important than speed. So. You know, I know that life can feel like, oh my gosh, it's this race and I've got to check all these things off my list. I got to do AV. Yeah, I got to be a millionaire. I got to have
1: a house by 30. I got to da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, it's
0: like you don't really have to do anything. Like you are, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you are creating your literal career path out of thin air. Uh, (laughs) But I think it's really great to have goals. And we talk all the time about tangible goals. And I think that goal setting is important. But I also think it's important to be flexible and know that your direction may change and know that you might want your direction to change and that's why it's important to number one leave room don't be speeding through everything leave room for it to change and then also to be evaluating it to see do you want it to change and are you pleased with the direction that you're going in before you get there like a freight train and you're just like oh my gosh how did i end up here and i hate this why do i
1: do this yeah the
0: hogwarts express take your time enjoy the ride have a chocolate frog
1: (laughs) those words (laughs) Those are words that mean things in a fandom that I am not in. <laughs> I feel like I... you're getting
0: ready for a Harry Potter marathon.
1: I'm, I'm like, mm, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, definitely take your time. Breathe. You're on your own. I think a lot of times, especially, you know, especially as we go through a quarter life, third life crisis, when you turn 30, you're certainly like, oh, I don't have 19 kids and a house with 50 acres and six cars and blah, 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 blah and i i learned really early on that that stuff was so like it's so it's here and it's neither here nor there like physical things don't mean anything or where people are is where they are for their own enjoyment yes so and so has a app that created a billion dollars and now they have a jet and that's amazing i celebrate that win that's awesome i really support them and i'll do whatever it takes to make it better but for me that's not where i am and that's not my journey and i know where i am and that's Fine, And I like the fact that I can take my time to waste time and buy watercolors and do 100 days of watercolor painting instead of developing this amazing thing that can make me a ton of money. Um, I like the fact that my life is the way it is and that I can travel and... You know, if I needed to evacuate, I'm in a place in my business where we could have. We we can. Honestly, we still do it. Like, we can get in a car and go and stay, you know, in a certain city or anywhere in the southeast or northeast, honestly, for a couple of nights. And we're fine. That's something that I'm proud of. Like, we worked our butts off to get to this place. So, uh, definitely Yeah, that
0: sort of thing I think is so much more important than any, like, physical thing that we own. You know, I think it's important to remember, like, you can create whatever sort of, like, you want if you are... Clear what your direction is like you don't you don't have to settle for anything but at the same time you don't have to keep up with anyone else because the things that other people have might not appeal to you and that's totally fine you yeah. have to go in your own direction for hello people, like, that's great that this guy that I don't want to jet so that's like <laughs> I actually had a nightmare one time that I had to ride on a plane that was like small and it was like just me and it's like a fancy plane that was like I don't want to do this I want to drive like I want to fly like just regular maybe first class but i'm not trying to be You're like
1: crazy. i'm just trying but to make know. a business class fight to europe so i can lay down in one just, of those pods that's all <laughs> i'm trying to do because yeah. you know
0: what coach to europe was actually very nice but i walked by business class and i was like oh now I understand why people pay for this because that looks really good
1: it looks fantastic oh my goodness yeah I definitely uh, yeah take your time worry about yourself do your own thing get in your jam figure out where you're going you're always moving so just pivot to where like I'm saying pivot because I've seen all those uh, Ross memes pivot. Pivot. pivot so yeah pivot and figure out where you need to go pivot. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Focus on yourself and, and directions change. And it really, I think I'm fairly like, going to name this episode after this hurricane because I feel like <laughs> I'm like, hurricane. Let's not because I am the
0: only one this hurricane and I'm also like, with Jose and I hope that he just stays out of our lives. I don't like any. Like it makes me dislike these names even. I'm like, your name is Her- Irma or Jose or Harvey or any of these hurricanes. Don't even talk to me
1: right now. I'm so angry. <laughs> don't at me. I'm don't like, at so me. At all these if I'm, your name you is crazy Jose, crazy? actually do tweet charisma and use a hashtag boss so hard. <laughs>
0: yes, I'm like honestly, I need John to have a remote position because if he did, just for stress purposes, I would probably be staying in New York. I go to Brooklyn for like the next two months, and like I'm a Florida girl, I'm born and raised here. It's not even like the hurricane; it's just everyone else freaking.
1: Out. Yeah, <laughs> it's <a> true, lot. <laughs> true story. It's everyone else's anxiety is being pushed on you through social media, yeah. and it's a and, lot like, to if do you with it.
0: Want to go to the store and get some bread? You're gonna be dealing with a lot, and, and that's been since Tuesday. Not just when the storm <sighs> got intense, so.
1: All right. Well, but yeah. If
0: you made it all the way to the end of the episode, send us in some listener questions for next week, and you can reach out to us on social media. Yeah. Also, if if so like things,
1: awesome. things get bad, we just wanted to let you know we we're not recording on Tuesday. <laughs> Spoiler yeah. Spoiler alert.
0: Today, um, like if if an episode comes out on Wednesday, do not worry. Probably check our social channels because we'll probably have. Um, Like on our personal social channels, we probably have an update there that just says, hey, we're fine. But there is a good chance that power could go out for a lot of Central Florida. So if power goes out, um, our main priority is not going to be to go find power to record an episode. We're not going to borrow someone's power for that. Um, but we, what we will do is try to get to a power source just to update you guys and let you know that we're okay, and if you are in the Storm's path, please let us know that you're okay as well, and, like, reach out to us during the Storm for you to talk or whatever. We'll be on our social channels until the power goes out, which hopefully it doesn't, because I want to watch Harry Potter at full <laughs> time.
1: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you know, we're available on Acast, all these Stitcher, Google Play Music listen where you can binge listen if you're hurricane bound download some episodes and hang out with us during the hurricane let us know what we inspire you to do (laughs) tweet us pictures of your hurricane snacks your hurricane (laughs) wine i'm like really like heart and hustle does hurricane is a thing now i'm gonna hashtag that and i want everybody to like send me pictures of what you're doing during the hurricane if you're in florida or any of the areas atlanta north carolina south carolina
0: popcorn cookies water we got this
1: bougie snacks like whole foods was sold out (laughs) oh my word same same trader joe's same (laughs) all right guys well We'll hopefully we'll see you next week all right Bye. bye